Need some activities to do this weekend? We've got you covered. This is What's on Tap on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Just is on tap this weekend. We know that, Sandy Bags. Oh, We're definitely. The second weekend, livening up the lakefront. But there are other choices for activities around the state. I like it. A hopping good time is happening right downtown. Okay. <laughs> it is the American Jump Rope National Championship. National Championship. Yeah, the UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's actually been happening all week. I love this idea. It's 21 teams of jump roping athletes, all ages and levels of skill. They've been competing, and it's going to culminate with the big winners over the weekend. 300 participants from 16 states across the country. Sunday's the Grand National Championship. It's a showdown between participants of all age and gender divisions. And think about it. There's the wheel freestyle, single rope team freestyle, double dutch triad. This is a lot of proficiency. And a lot of cardio. Well, this is explaining a lot because I went to get a smoothie in our our Third Street Market Hall yeah. at the Avenue yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, there was no getting a smoothie yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "What are all? What is this? I had no idea what it was. There's like pockets of people in the same uniform. I don't know if it was like a dance. I had no idea what it was. It is the American Jump Rope there National Championship. So check it out now at the UW Milwaukee Panther Arena. Uh, on the other hand, from jumping to Jaws. The movie Jaws is screening with the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. We're going to need a bigger boat. Exactly. Friday night and Saturday night at the Bradley Symphony Center downtown. If you've never been to one of these screenings with the orchestra, I can highly recommend it. It's It adds a whole depth to the film. So you'll get to see the whole film, but the music is just surrounding you. And in a film like Jaws, I think it will add to the suspense and the excitement. Bob? This fish... Swallow your whore. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think maybe you could quote along with the movie. Well, yeah, Debbie and I are going to yes, do a, a Jaws off here, I think. A Jaws off. <laughs> so that is at the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, Friday night and Saturday night. And if you want live music, you can also find it not only at Summerfest, but also at the East Troy Music Festival. Tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday at 3072 Graydon Avenue in East Troy. Food carnival rides, a $5,000 cash raffle. They've got dart tournament with 1000 bucks added to the prize money. A salute to first responders parade. Fireworks Sunday night. And I love this, the largest beer tent west of the Milwaukee County line. There we go. <laughs> That's the East Troy Music Festival. And the Oneida Powwow happens this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Norbert Hill Center in Oneida. You cool. can experience, yeah, Native American culture, the costumes. Oh, I love that stuff. There will be the drum mm-hmm. contest and the dance contest, and it's all ages, and it really does celebrate these traditions, including Oneida's own smoke dance style. And between the competitions, you can browse, you can get some shopping done with Native American-made crafts and food and more. That is the Oneida Powwow. If any of these fun events tempt you find all the information at our website wtmj.com we have a what's on tap section always a great resource always a lot of great stuff going on in the summer months especially here in the state of wisconsin thank you sandy tmj force charles benson joins us coming up next it's 5 15 he is the best in the business when it comes to national politics anything happening at the local level he might be on a picnic table at spin doctors tonight he is tmj4's charles benson hello charles I don't think I'll be there, but not a bad place to be, huh? <laughs> Have you ever been on a picnic table at Summerfest, Charles? Uh, dancing, no. 
Eating, yes. <laughs> Eating, yes. Do you have a go-to? We've been we've been asking all of our guests. Do you have a go-to thing at Summerfest? Whether it's a food item, something to drink, something you have to do every time you come to the fest. I I don't. Uh, not like the one thing. It's just the totality of the experience. And tonight, I wish like the liver, Little River Band was playing Cool Change because the one theme or the one lyric in their song is what I need after a week like today, which is, <laughs> let me breathe the air. <laughs> oh. Well, that's right. You're a runner, man. You like to be outside, and you get after it a little bit. This has been challenging for you, I assume. I haven't gone outside all week. I mean, I've yeah. heeded the advice and stayed indoors, and I've missed my bike rides. Well, you've been able to really focus in and dive into these Marquette University law polls and <laughs> trying to figure out how to make heads and tails of the uh, presidential race. I-, I thought it was maybe in May where it seemed like Biden was in the rear and trying to gain ground on DeSantis and Trump, and now it seems like things have flipped. So how much stock do we put into these polls, and what does the latest data suggest? Well, you always got to just look at them as a snapshot. But to me, one of the takeaways of the most recent Marquette poll is what is it saying about Wisconsin when it comes to DeSantis and Trump? And what, well, when people were asked about the whole list of the Republican candidates, DeSantis and Trump were kind of, you know, neck and neck. But when people were asked to narrow it down between Trump and DeSantis. Well, the gap for DeSantis kind of shoots up. He moves to a plus 50%. And I keep wondering, is this a potential turning point in a state that is going to be a battleground state? You know, when you look at what is likely to be the head-to-head competition, competition this far out between DeSantis and Trump, when voters said, I want to choose between one or the other, I was surprised that DeSantis came out further ahead on that issue. So is this a turning point? Does it change the narrative? Or is it really Wisconsin reflecting back on more of its principal conservative ideas of uh, you look at other uh, principal conservatives like Scott Walker or Paul Ryan or who uh, Republican voters picked in 2016 during the primary there. It wasn't Donald Trump. It was Ted Cruz. So I don't know if this falling back more on who Republicans uh, like in this state, but I thought of potentially here, is it going to be a turning point? You know, Charles, I think we've we've heard from you know Republicans on a variety of our shows just over the course of time that, that they're starting to lose some trust and faith in Donald Trump. Uh, that even Republicans say, I don't know, man, it's just it's a little erratic, uh, even for them. Uh, do you think this data suggests that to be true? So that's what, to me, that's what I'm going to watch. The national narrative is still that the former president has a stronghold on the party. He's still very popular. He's still very, uh, you know, has a a good grip on the party and and people are rallying around him. Uh, So the national uh, story looks a little bit different, and, and then there's been some starts and stumbles about what, what people say about how DeSantis has been able to get out of the gate. So all of this is cl- closely watched by people who are insiders and really you know, pay attention to this kind of stuff. But I think when we get to August here, and if Trump and DeSantis are both on the stage here in Milwaukee, that will be really a moment that Wisconsin and the, the nation can see the two side by side. And will that change the projection? of where we are now versus what we're seeing in this poll at Marquette 
like I said, that grabbed my attention on how people view the two candidates right now. And Charles, one of the headlines in the past week was Trump considering or saying that he was going to boycott the Republican debates that are coming up in about six weeks here. What do you think the likelihood of him being in town is? It's a hard read. I mean, he keeps suggesting why should he if he seems to be, you know, uh, the front runner here. He is the front runner when you look at it on a national poll. But again, I'll go back to this Marquette, Marquette poll. Does that change the narrative for him? Does he look at that and say, "Whoa, wait, you know, this could be a tighter race, especially in a key battleground state. Keep in mind, the other key thing about being uh, at that debate is that you've agreed You've signed the loyalty pledge that you're going to support whoever gets the nomination. And I don't know if that will be more of a sticking point for the former president. Charles, bringing things back to home here, the future of Megan Wolf certainly up in the air as we approach the end of June. Wisconsin's top election official. Uh, boy, this seems to be kind of back and forth on what her future will be. What's the timeline we're looking at and what do you envision happening? Well, the timeline is interesting. There is this interesting, what I'll call it, chess game being played. You have the Wisconsin Election Commission, where it's a bipartisan commission, three Republicans and three Democrats. And they just came up on a vote on this, on whether or not to uh, move her along here to continue on the job as the administrator of the Wisconsin Election Commission. Well, the three Republicans on the, on the commission said yes. The three Democrats abstained. So it left... Um, sort of this thing in limbo because four votes are needed to move it forward into the Senate to give it the final vote. And by doing that, they thought, the Wisconsin Election Commission, that it would kind of just stay as it is. Well, the Senate Republicans last night said, uh-uh, we're going to look at this thing, and they voted to move this thing forward uh, in a way that's going to potentially be challenged in the courts on how it does move forward. Right now, I would say it's very much in limbo here on whether she stays or whether she goes. And I'm watching this chess match being played out, uh, not only in the Senate, but in the public arena about who's going to run the elections come 2024, which will be critically important. And is it going to be Megan Wolf? He will not be on a picnic table at Spin Doctors tonight. He will not be on stage with Dave Matthews. He hopefully will be on a bike at some point this weekend. <laughs> DMJ4's Charles Benson. Charles, always great insight. Appreciate you joining us today. You're welcome.